Hey guys, this is Elizabeth from the future editing this podcast, and I just realized that we never formally introduced the podcast for whatever reason. It was like normal 11.30 at night when me and Ireland were recording this. So, welcome back to Screenshot and Send. <laughs> we, um, during this podcast, we talk about, uh, you know, controversial topics that nobody ever likes to talk about. And then there's a clip at the beginning of us talking about Post Malone and how they call him Bulby from Jimmy Neutron. So, I don't really know what that's about. But, um, don't forget to subscribe. Um, follow us on all of our social medias and I hope you guys enjoy it. My favorite thing on earth is when people call him Bulby from Jimmy Neutron. Do you know who that is? You know who Bulby is? They call him Bulby from Jimmy Neutron. You're creeped? I'm really You're real creep. Now. You just spit everywhere. I'm so Are you recording me? Yeah, I I'm am. so fucking creeped. We're real creeped. It's fine. Honestly, this is something no one wants to talk about. What just happened? Our phones are listening to us. <laughs> Everybody. Okay, my stepdad, sorry Doug. He he won't set up the and he hasn't said this to me directly. Yeah. My mom just told me. But he won't set up the Alexa I bought him for Christmas because he's afraid people are going to listen. And I'm like, people are listening already. What is Alexa going to do that's more than our phones do? You know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what people talk about anyway. But, like, how much, like, people, my, me and my dad had this conversation the other day. Like, how much information is too much information to give, like, Alexa and Google Hub? Because, you know, like, Google Hub now is set up to where, like, you can pay your, like, bills and stuff. So, like, it's hooked up to your house, you know. And so it sees how much energy you're using through your light bill and through your air conditioning bill. And so it's basically, like, you know, how much how much of your life do you really want on the internet? And I always think that that's an interesting question because, you know, people go... You know, I'm starting a YouTube channel. We started a podcast. So, like, all of our information's out there. But, like, how much information is too much information to give the world? I just wonder what Alexa actually, like, picks up on and whatnot. Yeah. Because you have one of the original Alexas, right? Yeah. And I got One of, him like, the, the first generation ones. I got him the new one. The dot... That well, that's what I have too, so but have. but there's yeah. like there's different no, generations of it. Something else. I can't remember what the it's echo. Called. The echo, yeah. Yeah. The echo dot. That's yeah. what it's called. And it's really cool looking. It matches my mom's house. My mom doesn't give a shit if people are listening to her. Yeah. It's not like we say our social security numbers yeah. out loud, you know. Yeah. Or talk about any private information. Well, and loud. I feel like that any of the people that are listening would already know that information. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if the government is going to choose to listen to my specific Alexa because I am, you know, like a person that needs to be looked after, they're already going to know all that information. So, like, it doesn't matter. If somebody's going to steal my identity, they're going to steal my identity. Like, you know, I bought a faulty backpack from a shady-ass website, apparently. Those people try to steal all my money. It's just one of the things that happens in the world, regardless on if, you know, you put it out there and you buy an Alexa and you want Alexa to listen to you all the time. If people are listening to you, they already know way more information than they need to know. <laughs> that's, that's why I 
I don't think the Alexa, because, like, I'm not worried about Amazon. I'm not worried about Google. Yeah. I'm more scared of, like, not scared, but I'm more worried about the government in general, not those kinds of things. Yeah. You know? Because at, at the end of the day, Amazon could buy the government. <laughs> that sounds like a dumb statement, but personally, I've given Amazon over a thousand dollars, and I don't have yeah. a lot of money. That's a lot. That's like a hundred thousand yeah. dollars to some people. Yeah. Doug has given thousands of dollars to Amazon. Well, like, and like you know, I think that it's. So I think that it's a lot different though, because like all of the things that are coming out of Amazon aren't necessarily from Amazon. Right. Because, like, Amazon is, is technically affiliate marketing. So, like, you could be buying something, like, you know, I just bought those fancy light bulbs that change color with the remote or whatever. Right. So, like, I bought those off of the Amazon website, but I bought them from somebody who put them on the Amazon website. Right, right. And so, know like, that. you know, so, the, yeah, they're making commission off of every sale they make because it's on Amazon, but, like, they're not making nearly, I mean, they're making a lot of money, obviously, but they're not making nearly as much money as we think they are. Someone saw, someone saw eBay and said, I can do that better. Yeah, I mean, basically, that's what it is, and, like, you know, it's funny, because, like, you can make the same amount off of eBay as Amazon does. I literally, when I saw that Amazon van outside my house, I shit my pants. I was like, that's how much we order Amazon. Yeah. But it's the same amount I shit my pants when I saw the Google Maps car. I was like, fuck, I'm going to be on Google Maps. I think that's really cool, though, because, like, you know, even now, like, when you like when you see the Google Maps car, it's not a person driving it anymore. And I think that's so fucking interesting, because now it drives itself. There's nobody that drives it. It's basically a Tesla without a driver. It's a bot driving the car. That's so weird. Which is super interesting. And, like, it freaks Honestly, me out. I would prefer for bots to drive cars because then there would be less car accidents. You would think. But there's, like, this giant ordeal happening. Even, like, with the... Te- like, you know, they're coming out with the new Tesla. Like, you know, um, who who's the guy who does Tesla? Elon Musk, Elon yeah, Musk, and so, it. yeah, I couldn't think of it either, but he, you know, he's doing, like, the underground tunnel system, which he thinks would be easier, which is basically a Tesla on a track, like a train, which he thinks would cut down on traffic, subway? but technically, like, a subway, but it's, like, underground for cars, and basically, you buy a Tesla that's put on a track that takes you underground to take you places, and so it's a cool concept, and it's been done before. Like, people have... like a child trying to... Yeah, but it's, like, a really cool concept to think that at some point in our lifetime, we could all be driving Teslas that run, like, trains on a track. I think that's super cool. I don't know. I just, like, when... The other day, when that car was in the left lane and pulled all the way over to make a right, I was like, why do I drive? Yeah. Like, he almost, he was just like, I'm going to hit you so that I can make a right turn. Yeah. And I was just like, and, like, I'm a person that's like, oh, I did something wrong. I was literally just going through Patton Creek. It's just, it's a little shopping center. I think that the idea of cars that can correct driving is a really good concept that people take for granted. Because, you know, there's kids that are still our age that are driving, like, 97 Honda Civics that are, like, missing six hubcaps, even though cars only have four tires. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that that's really cool because now when you go out and buy a new car, it comes with all of those things, you know, like blind spots, detectors, and, like, you know, it comes with all of those things that make driving safer. Rear view cameras are really cool. Yeah. 
And so I think that that's a really interesting concept that's going to make driving a lot different. But I... Okay. So... I don't even know how we got on this, like... (laughs) I don't even know how this started. This is not even what we're here to talk about, but it's fine. Welcome to Screenshot and Send. (laughs) (laughs) We've been talking, like, seven minutes now about (laughs) stuff that we didn't even come here to talk about. And, like, it's fine. But, you know. I think I might have said it a couple minutes ago, but today we're going to talk about things that no one wants to, ha- to talk about. This was my idea, kind of, because of all the stuff going on with the government shutdown. And, like, I'm more concerned about the people who aren't getting paid, you know? And, and you know, th- now is the time where, like, you know, this is... You know, you can't escape this kind of information, which is kind of, like, ridiculously... No, it's all over Facebook, it's all over Google. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. It's, like, you know, it's all over everything. And so, you know, the thing that astounds me the most is, like, all of the stories... Because, you know, you think of the government shut down, and you're like, oh, you know... It doesn't affect me. me. But then you see all of these videos. Like, I saw a video earlier on Facebook that was... Yeah, of the little boy who's waiting... F- the FDA to approve drug trials for him because this is the only thing he has left to try to make him live. He has like some, you know, incurable disease that he's waiting a drug trial for. And like those are the things that you don't think about. You don't think about, you know, yeah, people aren't getting paid. Big deal. That's not our problem because obviously we don't work for things like that. Well, then you see things like the FDA not working, which means people aren't there to look at all of the things that are happening. People aren't there to test the food that no, we're eating. And people aren't there to look at all of these drugs that are helping people. Season, yeah, they're saying tax season might be pushed. Or people who are um, getting government money are getting all of their money for January and February. Mm-hmm. Which means these dumbasses think they're so they have so much money, but they really have the same amount. They just got their money early and they're gonna spend all their yeah. money and starve in February. Yeah. And so it's astounding to me that, yeah. you know, all of this is happening over something that easily could be I don't necessarily want to say bypassed because like everybody at the end of the day has their opinion on whether or not we should have this, you know, 25 million foot wall, whatever, you know, whatever. But at some point, the Republicans and the Democrats are going to have to meet in the middle, regardless of what that is. Now, am I saying that Trump's um, compromise was the best compromise on the planet? No, I'm not saying that that was the best compromise. And I think that honestly, I hate to say this out loud because Nancy Pelosi is probably my least favorite person on the face of the planet. But I agree with the fact that Nancy Pelosi said no even before he announced what the compromise was. Because we all knew that at this point the only thing that he wants is to get his way. Now like the a toddler. like a toddler. So not in the way of like a normal and I'm not a Trump hater. I am neither here nor there about him. You know, he's you our know? president. At the end of the day, he's our yeah. president at this point. But I also and we, think we shouldn't want bad things to happen yeah. to our president, you know? And I am all for that. I just feel like this the way he does things is just not At some thing. point we're gonna have to meet in the middle and yeah. say you know, hey, I really want this wall that we really, you know, unfortunately in our country could spend 
what is it, like, $5.7 million billion on this wall. But we're going to have to come up with some compromise because I'm not ending this wall thing. I really need this wall. So what is something that we can do for you guys to help us meet in the middle? And I definitely think that's how it should go down because there are a lot of things that the Democrats want to accomplish. But I don't think that giving DACA another four years is the same amount of money as a $5.7 billion wall. That just kind of really shook me for some reason. I feel like... I feel... Okay. Trump hasn't necessarily done anything astronomically idiotic to where it will affect us for a long period of time. Because if we think about it, if he stops the government shutdown everything will go back to relatively how it was before you know and yes there will be a bunch of people that struggled and will have to get back to their job get their paycheck whatever but our our government will still be fine if he just decides to give up on the wall thing and i understand that other countries have walls and we just find it more ridiculous because it's trump saying he wants a wall and i feel like in some instances we might be more open to it but at the same time it's not just like he's blaming something he's blaming something on something that isn't the thing to be blamed on and i also feel like the way that i look at the wall is that the countries that have walls are i hate to say this out loud because it's really gonna suck but are the poorer countries If we're considered the greatest country in the world, which we, you know, are, even though we're not, but the, I don't think that the wall necessarily is going to be the answer. Is there issues that could be solved with the wall? Maybe. But once you cut off one way, people are going to find a way in. And, you know, he says drugs are coming in across the border. Okay. But you have to give them credit because a majority of drugs and things do come across the border. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, they don't come across the border where the wall is going to (laughs) be. So if you're out here listening to these things, yes, drugs come across the border. But they don't come across the wall. (laughs) They're not squeezing them through the barbed wire over the top of the fence. They're not carrying them through pigeons. They're packing them inside boxes and putting them on cargo boats. They're packing them in pins in the cargo boats. There are so many different ways to get human beings and drugs in this country that the way he's doing this is not yeah is not i mean drugs are gonna come in drugs are gonna come in regardless you i mean you look at yeah you look at countries i mean you look at counties in alabama and you think okay this county think of necessarily just by chance pike county nobody in pike county can afford methamphetamines that's made outside of pike county Because if you take a gram of methamphetamines that's brought in 
from a different country, nobody is going to be able to afford it. Nobody. So what do they do? They make their own out of chemicals and homemade products. Or they buy it from Sam and Joe down the street, making it in a crack house. So drugs in this country are not only coming across the border for all of the richer people on the spectrum to buy, but they're being made right down the street from your house. So it's an internal thing just as much as it is an external thing. And that's not what people look at. They look at the fact that a man from a multi-million dollar company is saying to them, this is what the issue is. And yeah, that's an issue, but it's not the issue. (laughs) And honestly, all the people making drugs in their own towns and whatnot are probably like, good, point you... Point your eyes yeah. towards the wall, you know? Don't look over here. Yeah. What are doing over here? But that's, I mean, yeah, it's an issue. And yeah, I do believe that there's things that we could do to make life a little bit easier. But fix the things going wrong in your country before you start blaming it on somebody else that has nothing yeah, to do with it. playing the blame game does not help anyone. It makes situation. everybody look bad. Um, it's funny... Not funny as in haha, but interesting that you put human trafficking on the list. I no. loved... Okay, no. this is okay. going to sound really bad. Whoa. This is going to sound really bad. Whoa. I did not mean the way that it came out. Whoa. But I love having this conversation with people because I don't think that people realize how big of an issue human yeah. trafficking you actually know, is. People don't realize what human trafficking is. Not only do they realize not... They don't even realize what it is, but they don't realize, A, who it affects because it affects a lot of us, you know, right. around our own, um, you know, towns and cities. But can we also, because I, I did a human trafficking seminar, but they also talked about slavery. Can we kind of... Yeah, we can both? talk about the because same like, thing. I, I learned about both at the same time, so it makes me want to talk about slavery yeah. now. These and days. I find it interesting that it, it has become a 21st century agenda. Yeah. Because, you know, it's always been a thing. You know, you see all of those movies, you know, like, Taken. You know, yeah. like, I hate I hate that movie. God forbid. That's but my dad's everyone, favorite movie. But, but everybody's seen it. Yeah. So it's the same concept of, you know, they came in to that girl's apartment and they took her and sold her into a human trafficking ring. And people look at that and say, oh, it's just a movie. And yeah, it's just a movie and that didn't actually happen, but it is happening I <laughs> to a lot of people all across, you know, not only Alabama, but across the states. Little girls and people our age and older are getting stolen, pumping their gas on 280 and on I-20 every day and being sold to people across, you know, not only America, but across the, you know, entire globe. And it's insane because, like, you can kind of talk about human trafficking and slavery these days somewhat interchangeably because girls will find themselves in a situation where their parents kick them out for whatever reason. Yeah. Whether it's their fault, their parents are drug addicts, whatever, they're too expensive, whatever the reason may be. We learned about this girl that was put into basically a sex slave kind of thing. But it started out, she she was sleeping on a bench or something, and this man approached her and was like, hey, let me give you a place to sleep. She was like, okay. She made friends with these girls, and one day, and like she literally, they gave her clothes, They gave, he gave her nice things, this is called grooming. He gave her nice things, he said nice things to her, he didn't make her do anything, just gave her a place to stay, a place to, uh, gave her food, whatever, and then... 
he said, well, if you're going to pay this debt back to me, you have to just come with me to the hotel while this girl uh, has sex with this older man and gets paid for it. And you have to stay in the room. So she did for a couple months. And then one time, the guy was like, I want her instead of this girl. So then she wound up being a sex slave for this man that seemed so nice giving her Michael Kors and buying her makeup and you know anything you can think of grooming them to have trust to make you feel like you owe them something and eventually she just like she found somebody that adopted her so she was lucky yeah. she got away from it and she got adopted and she was able to tell her story yeah and, like, with human trafficking, you can also get caught in situations where you accidentally, voluntarily sign yourself up for human trafficking yeah. or being a sex slave. They also have, um, with other slavery, Starbucks has slaves, and a slave is somebody who is getting paid such little amount and has a debt to their employer that they can never pay off, so it makes them stuck. Or their employer has a house for them that they're paying off, or they're doing them favors, That and like basically that person is stuck and they can't get out, and you're like, oh, well, you're not a slave. No, they're stuck with that employer, and they can't get out. And it's in like mat, it's like mat, hundreds of people that are stuck having this air quote debt. And yeah, this sounds like the 1800s, but this is legit. It happens these days too. Yeah. And with places like H and M, which honestly is anyone surprised that H and M has slaves? Yeah. Like H and M and Starbucks and I don't know other places. I don't know. It's just like in when I went to that seminar, it was last semester it was like insane yeah it's really crazy honestly and like one of my you know highlights of that when i always get into this conversation with people is i always like to shout out ashton kutcher for his you know like um work that he's put into like really upping the game in the way of stopping and finding people who have been inducted into this like human trafficking way he's like made like a whole app and he like works with the cia and like you know the government and he does all these things i didn't know that yeah it's really crazy and like you know no i don't think a lot of people know about it until i watch you know my favorite activity we're gonna be real is to watch um documentaries and like you know do those kind of things and so i sit and watch you know all my history documentaries because i take a history class every semester and then i uh watch all of these documentaries and one of the documentaries I watched was talking about Ashton Kutcher and how he developed this whole program and software that goes through the black you know like the dark web of the internet Mm -hmm. and tracks all of these people and you know brings them back into the United States and like you know reunites them with their families and stuff but it's super sad that a lot of people don't know what the signs are you know what I mean like you could literally be anywhere 280 they always, you know, they say on the news all the time that 280 and anywhere off of I-20 is, like, the ultimate human trafficking stop. And, like, that's scary because we travel those, you know, people that we know and people who are listening to this travel those roads all the time. Mm-hmm. 
and so you know that's definitely something that you know a lot of people need to look out for especially in this day and age because it could happen to anybody it, it's really scary and if you have a seminar that you're hearing about or the ability to go somewhere like that and listen about these things I would go because like hearing these things is really interesting and like you could have a friend that gets stuck in it you know yeah and okay I want to change subjects because there are a couple things that I feel like shouldn't be a problem anymore okay go for it I feel like all of these things can kind of be grouped together so like the basically LGBTQ plus like equality and normalizing that like why why does america have such a hard time normalizing people who are air quote different when in reality they're just people who have been here throughout history they just haven't had they just haven't been able to come out of the woodworks because either they would be killed or they would be like shunned from their uh their friends and family because I feel like you see so many boys wearing makeup these days you see and like that's become more normal but like why because like okay it's makeup you can take it off whatever but like why is transgender such an issue you know yeah like I understand you know what I don't understand why do people think that a transgender person, a gay person, or a drag queen is going to come up to them and be like, yo, you want to fuck? Because that's just not it. <laughs> no, that's I not think how it works. I think that, like, the, you know, and I don't necessarily want to defend anybody because I feel like any kind of hatred toward anybody is just not the way. Yeah. But people are often afraid of things that they don't understand. Right. And so, you know, and, you know, the, for example, on this list we said why people don't like drag queens. And I feel like it's not necessarily why, it's not necessarily about why people don't like them. It's just that they don't understand. And they don't know what it's like to, A, necessarily want to do that, or they don't know anybody who and does it. people think that all drag queens are gay. Yeah. And that's, and that's not, not true. true. Or all drag queens want to be, tr- or, or that all drag queens are transgender. Yeah. That's also not it. Yeah, that's not true A either. A drag queen is somebody... Who basically, if you want to say it like this, they play a character. Yeah. They have an alternate identity that they play as, as a form, as an art form, as a form of comedy, as like a way to express themselves in a way to give them confidence. And it just like, it's so dumb to tell people they shouldn't do that. And drag queens ones that get paid well are some of the fucking funniest people yeah drag queens are great ever like fucking rupaul's drag race is just the funniest thing i just it's just great yeah but i think that it's mostly are so fucking funny i just think it's some some, i just think that it's a matter of people don't like things that they don't understand i honestly do and i feel like if somebody you know, or they don't like change. Yeah, if people ever got the chance to sit down and like really, I really appreciate the videos that people make on. Uh, you know, I'm really into the YouTube deep dives these days. Oh my god! But I really appreciate the uh, videos that people make about you know, 
like children having a conversation with a drag queen or like you know kids having you know having a chat with somebody who's been to prison or like you know all of those types of videos I think that it's really great because it really gets the conversation started on people getting to ask the questions in a you know safe setting that they would never get to ask otherwise because if you don't ask questions and, you know, expand the lines in which you're comfortable with, you'll never know anything different. You'll never know anything new, and you'll never, you know, get to experience anything that you've never gotten to experience. And so I think that's really important. And those videos are opening up a lot of questions and answering a lot of questions that people have about stuff like that. Like, I was reading on Facebook, you know, the worst place to read any kind of news ever. Yeah, definitely. But um, people were all upset about the kid drag queen. There's this kid who, you know, wanted to be a drag queen, so his parents let him. Who cares? Kids do that all the time. I will say, I kind of get that some people were upset that he was near a naked drag queen. And I get that, too. That's a little little much. A little extreme. It's one thing to have a kid that's a drag queen and seeing a drag show and whatnot. But But I also feel like... was naked. That's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. I have to... Yeah, you have to admit, it's weird. with any human being. But I also feel like that's part of the culture, though. You know what I mean? And so, for some people, that would be really uncomfortable. But for that kid, he was deep diving into that culture. And that was something he was comfortable with. If that kid at any point in that picture would have looked like he was uncomfortable, I'm sure his parents would have been like, okay, you're you're not cool with this? Like, chill. He would have been able to voice his opinion and say, hey, I'm not really chill. I'm not really down to take a picture with a naked guy. Like, how about no? But... It's not necessarily that I personally think it's wrong that he took a picture with a naked drag queen. I think it's that people don't understand the parents' mindset of why would you let yeah. a child do that. Yeah. And I feel like my only reason for, like, my my personal thinking since I... But see, I've seen RuPaul's Drag Race. I yeah. know how they are. Willem, Willem Belli, he literally will, like, stretch his crotch in the middle of his YouTube video and be like, damn, we gotta bleep that. that." Like, you know, like, they don't give a shit about their body. Yeah. And when they're changing, they, like, they usually have some some sort of padding. They're probably tucked. So his dick probably wasn't even out, you know? So at the end of the day, it's not a, it's not a big deal as they People just don't necessarily understand the culture behind you know, drag queens and, like, what the long-term story of a drag queen is. And, like, his dick was away. Yeah. You know, and drag queens don't let their dick out. And it's not like, and, you know, and it's not like that kid was there by himself. It wasn't like he was there, you know, he had other people Someone around. Was taking the picture. Yeah. They, and were in a, they were backstage in a, at a yeah. theater or wherever they were performing. And I just feel like that people took it a little far and, you know, they just don't, they just and people don't have an open mind to accept different things and like that. People will always try and find a reason to hate. To be mad. And be mad. Yeah. Just like, I understand that there are studies showing that babies do better with a mother and father figure and having both of those kinds of people in their life. But we're coming into a day and age where people are falling in love, any kinds of people, same sex, opposite sex. And they want to adopt babies. Like, you know, that baby that could go to two dads could have gone to a mom and a dad that isn't their biological parent. Like, I work for the YMCA, and there's this one lady who has three amazing, sweet, beautiful children. 
loves them all exactly the same. And one's African-American, one's Asian, and one's her kid because she thought she couldn't have any kids, you know? And why is that different than two women that want to have a child? Yeah. You could say, well, what if they have a man and that guy ends up being more feminine well one of, or you know like who cares like one of them might have an uncle that, that kid is loved to. and that kid is going to be taken care of that and that's all that matters healthy yeah that kid is happy as long as they're going to get taken care of that shouldn't matter because kids need to be adopted just like puppies and kittens and i know it's different but like Mammals need to be adopted because there are so many people and animals and anything that just need homes. And if there are two fit human beings that are able to take care of another human being, why not let them? Yeah. You know? And let me just tell you, it is way harder to adopt in the United States than it is to adopt in, in foreign countries, other than travel, of course. You have to yeah. travel to the foreign countries. But as far as getting a, actually adopting a child, it's, it is impossible. So if you actually see a gay couple of any sort or a lesbian couple with a child, they worked really hard to get that child. Yeah. You know, that means they just wanted a child to love. You yeah. Know? And even if they use a sperm donor or a surrogate, that child will still be loved, you know? Yeah. Without a doubt. I'm really passionate about it. <laughs> no, I feel that. I agree. I just feel like, you know, if you have the means to take care of a baby and you want a baby, why not? You know, because, like, people are putting, you know, people push for, you know, adoption. You know, you can put your baby up for adoption, adoption, adoption. Well, like, you know, there's plenty of people who are putting their babies, uh, babies up for adoption but that those kids, those kids aren't, you know, getting adopted into good homes and they're not getting adopted into all these, you know, great places that people think they are. So if people are working all that hard to get a baby and they just want to love a baby, they should be able to, you know, love whoever they want to love. Those children are going to be well taken care of. They're not going to be hungry. They're going to get loves, hugs and kisses all they want to. Let it happen. Who cares? So. Everybody's going to have student debt in the long run anyway, so who cares? <laughs> we all end up in the same place in a lot of debt. Yeah, everyone's in debt. Everybody's I'm in, in debt. debt. Now. If you see me walking down the street, hit me. Hit me going full speed, <laughs> please. Please. I just I'm going to UAB next semester, so I'm going to be like $40,000 in debt by the time I'm I get finished. Oh, I'm going to have a lot of debt, you guys. I'm already, like, $7,000 in the hole, so if you could, uh, hit me going full speed and at least break my neck, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm somewhere around there in debt, too. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere around there in it's debt. It's fine. It's all fine. <laughs> Everyone has debt. It paid for my podcast equipment. Yeah. It paid for my tripod. Check out my YouTube channel. I just did it to pay for books. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real struggle. It's fine. Um, okay. So... I know I've been talking a lot this podcast, but, like, I was just really passionate about doing this podcast. I don't know why. Yeah, this wasn't really my idea, so <laughs> I just kind of let her take the reins on this one, That's you know? That's why I've been talking a lot, because, like, I just want to talk about things that, like, everyone keeps getting upset about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I don't care. But, okay, so this next one is not something that people talk about. Do you know what ageism is? I, honestly, you put this on the list, and, like, I honestly have no idea what it is. So, I learned about this in psychology. 
I'm surprised you didn't hear about the psychology. It's when you say old people can't do something because they're old or saying that somebody needs to retire because they're old. And I just think it's so fucking interesting that there's this entire community of people that are saying that some people are like, I guess you would call it ageist against older people because, and this isn't something I'm passionate about. I just thought it was interesting that this is a real thing. And like, when you look deeper into it, you're like, okay, so you know, older people were kind of assholes to them. Like, assuming they're going to be grumpy or crotchety, assuming they're going to have Alzheimer's, which you don't always get Alzheimer's when you're older. That's like a genetic, and oh wait, no, it's not a genetic thing. Isn't that what it is? No, Alzheimer's is definitely a little bit genetic. Is it genetic? Yeah. But like... I feel like dementia is the one that is not... Dementia isn't genetic. Yeah, everybody gets a little bit of dementia. Yeah. But Alzheimer's is genetic. But, like, it's not as common as people talk about it being, you know? Yeah, I personally speaking am not an ageist, if that's what we're (laughs) sitting here talking about. I, um, I really appreciate... There's this, um... This is gonna be a different podcast, because I really want to have her on the podcast to, like, have a talk. But there's, uh... No, not with Grandma. I love Grandma, but... There is a, uh, my aunt lives in Ballantrae. So if you don't know where that is, it's on the golf course up in Pelham. And, um, she lives down the street from a nice woman named Lois. Who, she's, I think she's, she told me she was 81, I think, the last time I saw her. And I just have a connection with Lois, okay? She is like the fucking nicest old lady I've ever met in my entire life. And have you ever, like, met somebody and just had, like, a genuine connection? Like, you kind of have, like, it's like a soulmate kind of vibe. Yeah. Like, they love you even though they don't have to love you. And that's what makes it, like, kind of special, you know? Yeah. And that is my connection with me and Lois. She (laughs) loves me when she doesn't have to love me. And it makes it really special. But I love listening to people tell me stories like that like older people tell me stories because she the way that she talks and the stories that she tells me are basically the same stories that I'm reliving for her right now yeah. like you know you hear the things of like you know my boyfriend had like this crazy car and you know he crashed it off the side of a mountain and did like three tumble really? rolls and like you know what I mean and like the stories that people tell you that you've probably heard nine million times, I feel like are super important because at some point there's not going to be anybody there to listen to those stories. And the more information that you can carry on from other people as a young person is just super important. And I hope that Aunt Sandra is out here listening to this and she shows Miss Lois this conversation because I freaking love her. She literally is so genuinely herself and I think that's why I love her so much. And I'm definitely going to have to have her on the podcast just because she's so cool. She wears her hair. It's pro- Her hair is probably, like, no more than, like, six or seven inches long. And she wears it straight up in the air in spikes. 
And every time I see this nice lady, she it's like different colors. Like one time I saw her and it was like bright pink. And then the next time I saw her and it was like yellow. And I saw her one time and it was blue. And she just wears it sticking straight up in the air. And she's just like so genuinely herself that it touches my soul. And like one time she sat me down and we were like at Aunt Sandra's birthday party or something. And she sat down next to me and she held my hand like real gingerly. And she was just like, why do you like me so much? And I Aww. honestly thought I was going to burst into tears. I was like, Miss Lois, stop touching my soul like that. Aww. It was just so genuinely cute. And I just love her. So you're not an ageist. I'm not an ageist. She's so cute. And I love her. <laughs> I know that was a weird topic to bring up. I just thought it was interesting that it's, like, actually, like, somewhat of an issue to some people, you know? And now you know that Elizabeth really <laughs> appreciates old people. I love my grandma. I if really you, love old people. If anyone out there really, really knows me, they know that I love my grandma. If anybody out there is looking for an old people sitter, I'm down. <laughs> I love old people. I will listen to the same stories that you've heard 90, 100,000 times. I am down for it. I'll listen to them 900,000 times in one time. I love it. I love it. I lo- and I love asking them questions. You know what I mean? Like, because they get so genuinely excited to, like, tell you stories. <sighs> just touches my heart, dog. It tugs on the heartstrings. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Go ahead. We're bringing, we're bringing this podcast down on a less deep level. And I just want to say, Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know why this made it on the list. This is dumb. I I just, every time I go to Dunkin' Donuts, they have great coffee. They have great tea. They have great breakfast sandwiches. But every time I go to Dunkin' Donuts for a fucking donut, it tastes like ass. Why do I go there? I'm it not sucks. with her. Please sponsor me. I love your donuts. No. Dunkin' Donuts donuts suck. Everything else is great. But they're donuts. Like, why sell fucking donuts? Krispy Treat. Because they're called Dunkin' Donuts. You had one job. Dunkin' Donuts. And you failed. Donuts is in their name. Okay, this is Fightcast. We need to... <laughs> why wouldn't they sell donuts? If you just called them Dunkin', it doesn't make any sense. What are you Dunkin'? These nuts? No, they should have called something else. It doesn't make Dunkin' breakfast sandwiches. That doesn't make any fucking sense. They don't have to be called Dunkin' Donuts. It can be called something else that is along. Breakfast and coffee. Sandwiches and coffee. Drinks and skanks. I don't know. What What the (laughs) fuck is this? Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Tell me about genetic cloning. They're called Dunkin' Donuts for a reason, dog. Yes, I'm not saying, I'm just saying they should have branded differently because their donuts suck. Their donuts, no, you just haven't been to a Dunkin' Donuts that's not one of these Dunkin' Donuts. Because, like, the Dunkin' Donuts, because Dunkin' Donuts isn't originally from Alabama. I don't know if you know that. Dunkin' Donuts is a Florida thing. I didn't think it was from Alabama. So when you go to Miami for the first time. I'm a Krispy Kreme girl. I've been to Miami. Go to Miami and go to a Dunkin' Donuts and tell me that those fucking donuts are not the best donuts you've ever had in your life. Because there they make them fresh, like a conveyor belt fresh. Then again, the last Dunkin' Donuts I had was in Hill City. That's what I'm saying. That Because when they bring them here, the donuts they have here are just fried. They get the dough and they fry them. 
in Miami and where the donuts is from, they make them, hand make right. them. Alright, so let's say Alabama Dunkin'. Alabama Dunkin' Donuts can suck an ass. Alright, I'll go with that. Dunkin' Donuts in general is pretty good. Okay, I can, I can get with that. It's not my favorite place to eat when I'm in Miami, but the donuts are better. Genetic cloning, go. I think it's interesting that you can grow a baby in a tube. <laughs> Cook it in a fryer like a donut. I told her it's fine. It's fine. I guess we pharmaceuticals overcharging I hate that fat people with diabetes can't afford their insulin when you go oh to the my Walgreens. God, that pissed me off so bad when I read that. <laughs> I was like, Are you fucking serious? It honestly breaks my heart but for not real. All fat people have diabetes. No, that was just a funny thing because it's funny. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> saying, not all fat obviously not all fat people have diabetes. Okay. I'm fat and I don't have diabetes. I'm just saying <laughs> That I really think it's unfortunate that people go to the Walgreens and can't afford to buy their insulin. Or they can't afford to buy the medicine that they need to survive. I just need to put it out there. I'm not laughing at the topic. I'm laughing she's at laughing at my tone of voice. That's what she's laughing at. Okay. Um, it also sucks that if you try and buy birth control at Publix, it's $38. And if you buy... Uh, birth control at Target or Walmart—it's nine dollars. I just feel like I just feel like we're honestly—I just honestly feel like we're getting ripped off by the pharma- pharmaceutical people. We really are. I'm sure there's a whole lot more to that that we just don't even know. You, I've always, my entire life, honestly, I've always wondered why people always make the joke about going to Tijuana to buy drugs. It's but real. like it's real life because you can buy Xanax there for like a fraction like a quarter of the price that you can buy it here with insurance i had a friend freshman year of high school named mary and she was from mexico and when she would go back and visit she would buy my mom headache medicine that was yeah. like real strong and bring it back to her yeah and like uh i think she would bring her like some sort of cough syrup and stuff too yeah she would buy for us and bring it to us and my mom was like this is the best friend you've ever had <laughs> yeah because i mean things there are like a quarter of the price because up here they do up charges yeah. so like you know whatever you know whatever they're making say insulin is you know it costs ten dollars per um milliliter to make they're charging you forty dollars on top of the one milliliter that you're getting so like they're making more money than they are selling it to you. Does that make sense? Like, they're yeah. selling it to you for 10 So it's kind of literally like illegal drug trade. You're buying for 10 a gram, selling for $15. you are making $5 off a gram. But they're making quadruple the amount of money. God damn. Yeah. Fuck the government. So fucking rip off. <laughs> Where's my cut? <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's, pr- it's really crazy. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be like, Elizabeth, what the fuck are you talking about? Conspiracy theory. Well, we need to do a con- Okay. Conspiracy theory, the government is just a giant drug dealer who's looking to make the cut. <laughs> We're just a bunch of whores living in the government. Honestly? Brent told me once that we live in a simulation. 
Stop. And I honestly believed it. Stop. Sometimes I get really freaked out because I'm like, why can, why can I not see myself? If Brent is listening to this, which I uh, doubt he is, if Brent is listening to this, Brent convinced me that we were living in a simulation. Oh, my God. Stop. It's real life. Things don't make sense sometimes. And then you're looking at me like, what the fuck is that? Like, the guy knocking on the door today. The guy, ow. The guy knocking. Just fucking pinch me. I'm going to kick your ass later. <laughs> Bet. The guy knocking on the door earlier. I swear I was laying in bed. I'd get up because somebody was knocking on my door. I'd wake up, go open the door, or like peek out the little window thing, be like, who robbing me? Nobody was there. That sounds like something that would happen in The Sims. But like. You know how people come knock at your door in The Sims? And, and then, then they just leave. leave. But like. Who was knocking on my door? Now I'm creeped out. Now I'm not going to be able to sleep. What have you done to me? I mean, it's fine. I'm sleeping. Peace. <laughs> I'm going to sleep in peace. If it's my time to go, it's my time to go. If somebody's coming to murder me and we only know one person who's coming to murder me, he'll definitely murder me first. That podcast ever and then peel the skin off my body and wear it like a mask. It's fine. That I don't know. I don't like the way it turned out. I don't know. My lip is so chapped. I know. I'm feeling I'm like sorry for you. I'm like peeling my skin off my lip. We should end this before we start talking about even weirder things. Ireland used a cuticle cream as chapstick. Shut up. Peace out, Boy Scout. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm out. Um, we're going to, at the end of this, link in description, we're going to put Instagram, Twitters, whatever else. Follow us on all of social medias. Um, sometime this week or next week, I'm going to be coming out with my first vlog on my YouTube channel. Oh my I don't know if you guys know this. I've been posting all of the um, podcasts on my YouTube channel. Elizabeth Patterson, you'll see my face. I didn't even know that. It's real good. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel. It has a god-awful watermark because I was poor and couldn't afford to buy the editing software. But those times are changing. Times are changing. Um, Go subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll put out new videos probably every Sunday. Screenshot Sundays. Vlog channel Sundays, I guess. I don't know. Patterson volleyball. That is definitely not me. Um... But, you know, it is what it is. Peace out, Girl Scouts. We'll catch you next Sunday, Screenshot Sunday. Follow us on my Facebook page. And we'll see you guys later. Bye.